Welcome to Partnered in Purpose. In all situations, you have to put your marriage and your family first. Learn firsthand from power couples who've built healthy relationships and successful businesses. The choices that you make every day don't just affect you, they affect everyone around you. Utilize proven techniques and strategies to help your relationship thrive in business and marriage. It's never going to be backwards when you're with the right person. This is Partnered in Purpose with Ryan and Alicia Gilliam. Hey family, welcome back to another episode of Partnered in Purpose, where we help entrepreneurial couples thrive in love and business. I'm Ryan. And I'm Alicia. And on this episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about the holiday hustle. As we all know, the holidays are around the corner, and we wanted to spend some time talking about how to balance your business, your family, and the holidays, all the things that go along with being a business owner and dealing with the holiday time. Yeah, it's a crazy time of the year because normally it's filled with anxiety. It's filled with like manic, what's next? What are we going to do? But now we're doing it in a pandemic. Right. So you got to deal with, you know, traveling or if you're going to travel with, you know, is family going to come over? Are you going to go to family? Mm -hmm. How do we keep our business open? And are we going to be able to make money in the middle of all this kind of stuff. So it's definitely a good topic to talk about. We got some stuff we need to figure out. Yeah, we have a lot to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your one word check-in for today? My one word today, honestly, I am exhausted. Okay. Like, <laughs> what, you're exhausted? Yes. What's yes. going on? Well, um, first of all, your youngest. Your youngest. Why is he mine? <laughs> like, how did he become? He's yours today. <laughs> today? Like, he, he came out your body, but he mine. He gave me a run for my money. Um, it's just today it's been a lot with, with the kids. Um, Brendan, um, he's our youngest. Um, he is, he'll be two in December and he's exploring. He's getting into everything and he's having a great time. How did you describe it today? He's oh, pushing yeah. pushing limits. I said, well, I said, well, somebody asked me about how our kids were doing. Mm-hmm. And I said, they're asking questions and, and, and testing boundaries. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so, that's, what, so that's what's happening when I'm, at, when I'm, when I'm out the house. He, he was testing the boundaries today. Yes. I love him so much. I can't help but just laugh when he's just getting into stuff. But um, I don't know. Today, I've been, I've been a little tired. So, yeah. I'm, I'm exhausted. Okay. Well, I'm going to use another E word since you use exhausted. My okay. one word check in today is going to be encouraged. All right. Tell um, me about that. Well, I just, you know, we had some awesome family time last night with some, some you know, some couples, uh, were just, you know, like minded couples, and they were just sharing testimonies. Yeah, we had a good time yesterday. And I was just, man, blown away by the, what God's doing in so many different people's lives. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, God has no respect to per, per no respect to person. Mm-hmm. If I can talk, but no, and I'm I guess I'm encouraged because I know a lot of people who are standing in need of one thing or another, right? And it's I, you know, if you just look on the news or if you look here or there, you'll see all these reasons why we shouldn't be encouraged. Mm-hmm. But hearing them talk and hear their passion and hearing the the testimonies, it just gets me like excited. Not just about God, but about the things that are like right around the corner for so many different families, so many different marriages, so many different businesses. So breakthroughs right here, and I'm just encouraged. Not just for our house, but you know, for all, for all our listeners and just everybody out there. So it's a good it's a good time to be a follower of Jesus. Yes, Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah. So um. Today, 
on the Better Together segment, we want to talk about priorities. I like 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23 and 24 that says, All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. Let no one seek his own, but each one seek the well-being of others. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful for me is the exact example that all of us face every day. There is so much we can get focused on. There are so many things that can help us advance, but not edify us at the same time. That's our money. That's our hobbies. That's knowing everything about everybody, social media, whatever you want to call it. There are so many different things we could focus our time and our attention on, but those things don't help us get to our goals. And then there's some of us who get to our goals, accomplish the vision and the mission all the time. We make the money. We have all the things we want to achieve. But are we really seeking the benefit of those around us? Is that enhancing our children? Is that enhancing our spouses? Is that enhancing God's kingdom? All things are lawful for me. You can do whatever you want to do. But are these things centered around God's priorities for you? I think we all need to do a better job of focusing our time and our attention, not on just what we want, but what God wants. I think we all need to do a better job about focusing on what's best for our family, what's best for our legacy, what is best for us to have an impact on the kingdom of God. Instead, what's going to have the best impact on our bank account? As we get ready to live out what God has called for us here in 2020, Let's remember all things are lawful for us. There's many things we could do, but what would God have us do? So today, family, let's live, love, and grow better together. I think the one thing that has taught me that is motherhood. Mm -hmm, That's good. (laughs) Because you can be pulled in so many different directions. There's so many distractions, but really thinking about what's essential, what's most important, what would God have me do kind of keeps you centered because it's so easy to get lost in everything else. Yeah. I know one of the big things for me is like, I'm always focused on like the goal, the objective, and I like to win. Mm -hmm. So sometimes taking my heart and my head off of what winning is instead of what, you know, what the kingdom needs. Mm. And, you know, winning is like, you know, something that like American Western culture teaches us is like win at all costs and yeah. be, be just be productive, be busy. And we think, well, I'm not sinning. I'm out. I'm not out here doing this. So I'm not out here doing that. But we got to remember, like, no, like, like we're not just here to consume more stuff. We're not here just to do more things so somebody can look at us and say we're important or whatever you want them to say so you can get more likes on social media. We're truly here to fulfill God's purpose for our life, and we can only do that by maintaining and setting some really good priorities. So the holiday hustle. The holiday hustle. My my favorite time of year um, is around this time. I love the fall course i love christmas y'all i've been seeing people on um, facebook post november the first they're gonna put their christmas tree up <laughs> they're so ready I, i'm ready too i'm i don't know if we're gonna get the christmas decor out november 1st but i'm definitely excited um you know this time of year it lifts my spirits it gets me encouraged you know um just in general 
So yeah, I'm always super excited about this time of year. I love fall. I love Christmas, you know. Um, but I will say this 2020 is is a little different. Okay. It's a little different. Like in a positive or a negative way? Uh, I think both. I will say positive. Um, you know, I'm always excited about the holidays. But I think this year I have a little bit more appreciation for the holidays, mm. family, because we know what so many people have went through this year. Yeah. Um, you know, so many people have lost family members and it's just been a difficult time. So just kind of being in the mindset and the posture of gratitude. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say that's a positive, you know, really being intentional and soaking up and appreciating every moment um, because we know that life isn't promised. Yeah. Um, negative, I would say, you know, so many unknowns, like should families be getting together for the holidays this year? Um you know what? What's that going to look like? So and it's I, a little nerve-wracking. And, and I think for entrepreneurial couples, what takes it to the next level is a lot of businesses right now, this is their peak season. Absolutely. I remember when, when we were still, you know, running PBS, we we always, you know, kind of went into high gear when the schools closed. Mm -hmm. So when schools were out or when schools were, you know, on breaks, we always, you know, had more clients on the schedule. Mm -hmm. And so while it was the holiday time, it was also like like our highest revenue quarters of the year. Yeah, And so a lot of businesses are in the same spot, mm -hmm. if, especially if they're in products right now when people are getting ready for Black Friday, mm -hmm. when people are getting ready to spend money on, you know, what you know, what is it called? Like Cyber Monday or whatever. Right. Small people, business Saturday. Yeah. I mean, when, when that all that's coming around, people aren't just thinking about, what they're going to do with their families they're, from a business standpoint, they're thinking, how are we going to make up for all these other last six months of being closed? Right. And so I think the holiday hustle has like a whole new meaning for a lot of different people because, you know, if some folks holiday doesn't come through this year from a standpoint of, you know, financially for their business, mm -hmm. are they going to be around in 2021? Right. And so I, there's a lot to consider for married folks. What are they supposed to be doing Alicia with the pandemic and their business? Um, you know, everybody's got these competing priorities. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the best thing folks can do to make sure that they enjoy the holidays without losing everything they've they've been building at their businesses? I mean, I think it's an important time to prioritize. I mean, we we need to do that anyway, you know, but especially during this time and um really look at what's essential. Anything that's essential, you keep it on the calendar. If it's not, then you prioritize. Um, like I said earlier, being strategic and knowing, hey, this is, look at the calendar now. Like if you haven't pulled out your calendar, you need to do so. Like there's less than 90 days left in 2020. And um, let's not be so focused on getting to 2021 that we don't capitalize on the time that we have already here over the, I don't even know how many days it is, but I know it's less than 90. Yeah, it's like 70. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, really looking at the calendar and saying, hey, this is what I need to do with my family in terms of putting that intentional time in, 
um, for the holidays. And this is what needs to happen for the business. You have, if there's a goal that you've been wanting to achieve in this year, you still have time to do it, but you have to be strategic about it. You have to focus on it. But you know what though? Because I think this is true in our marriage. Mm-hmm. What's a priority for the husband ain't always a priority for the wife. True. So I think they gonna have to have some conversations. Well, yeah. I mean, that's why they need to keep looking, listening to the podcast. <laughs> and they also need to join the love and business membership so that <laughs> they can get all the tools. But, <laughs> Shameless plug. Hey. Shameless. I got time today. <laughs> uh, I got time today. You silly girl. <laughs> Listen, you know, so something that we teach is having um, meetings, right? So having meetings, not only for your marriage, but also for your business. And so if you're having regular meetings with your spouse about your business and or your marriage, um, that's an opportunity for you guys to get on the same page and determine, hey, what's important? What's essential right now? Um, You know, what's important for the business? What do we want to accomplish before the, the end of this year? What's important for our family? For me, um, something that I do every year, I try, there are certain things that I want to ensure is done. Like, mm. you know, you've been my husband so long, you already know, like pumpkin patch, you, you know, we knew we we're going to do it. I had already bought the tickets, like mm-hmm. as soon as they, be- mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they became on sale. So um, there are certain things, certain traditions, whatever is important to you, um, make sure you, you make the time for it. So all those important events we schedule out, they're already on the calendar. I want to do this special light show that I know comes around every year. So when is it open? Let me go ahead and look at my calendar and say, okay, I have time for this. We can do this on this date so that we, it's very clear about what's, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. You know, one part we haven't talked about is like the holidays is, is a really, you know, fun time and happy time for some people and for some folks the holidays is not so happy yeah because you got to deal with uh the memories of people who are no longer here absolutely and even the uncomfortable family situations that come up Mm -hmm. from being around family members that you're not normally around because you're not always talking throughout the year Mm -hmm. and uh, that brings on a lot of stress a lot of anxiety a lot of uh heartache Mm um and honestly man that's if you're never gonna, you know, get in your Bible and pray, holidays is a time when you gotta be in your Bible and you gotta be praying. Yeah. Um, putting on a whole armor of God. Because one of the biggest things like, you know, we're proponents of is not losing your witness, um, in spite of what's going on, the situation, circumstances around you. If you're with your family and they know that you you to be a leader, not just in the church, but a leader in our faith, you know, a believer, and something go crazy and you the first one cussing everybody out at, the, at, the, at Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. If you don't want to act up at Christmas, we, how are we going to win our family members? So we got to be prayed up because let's just keep it 100. Like mm-hmm. families, family are going to test us. And they are the ones that are always, you know, I won't say not supporting us, but not always believing who we are and who God has mm-hmm. called us to be. And so those are the ones we, we maybe not have the most patience with. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, this is a time of year that we got to be literally sober and alert and ready to, you know, and it might not even be the situation where you, you know, you got to, you know, go in the corner and pray for five minutes. Mm-hmm. It might be the situation where people have had a really rough year this year and, and they may be in a spot where you might actually be able to win them over now. Mm-hmm. 
right? Like, so we got to be ready to be at the family function or, you know, be available to our cousins, be available to our, our parents, be available to our loved ones to where we can encourage them, inspire them and show them to the love of Christ. And we're not going to be able to do that if we're not already operating in that gift. Yeah. You know, something that you preached about on Sunday is um, ensuring that our expectations. You'll be listening to my sermons. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just playing. No, I listen all the time. But um, I think the holiday time, we can become overly stressed when we have these crazy expectations of what's to happen. Right. And then when things don't go that way you know, we have a negative outlook or we're stressed and we're upset and we are, we can enjoy the time with our family. We can enjoy the holidays because our expectations are, are out of whack. You know, Um, if you have these expectations like, oh, I expect for us to have this perfect, you know, Christmas dinner and the kids are going to be dressed like this and Mm -hmm. this is going to happen and we're going to be able to spend all this money on gifts and Mm -hmm. you know we 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 build things up in our head right Mm -hmm. and life doesn't always happen that way Mm -hmm. and so I think we sometimes set ourselves up to be stressed out and to be disappointed when we have crazy expectations and I think when we really look at why we should well when when we really look at what the holidays are truly about, that should be where our expectations are centered. You know, we celebrate Christmas because of why? Because of Christ. Come on, girl, preach. You know, so he needs to be the center. And yes, we enjoy all the other things that comes along with it. I'm, trust me, I'm right there with you. <laughs> but we have to remember the reason for the season. We really, really do. And as long as our focus is Christ, our focus is family, um, then it's easy to to stay on point and to not get caught up in all the extra stuff. Yeah. You know. Well, the, the thing I was saying in the sermon, I said I had five points, by the way, but but <laughs> but sincerely, uh, one of the biggest things I would try to, you know, piggyback on what you just said is dare to be an open person. Mm-hmm. Dare to be open to what God is doing. And not not so focused on what you want to happen that when God does something different, you're not available to see God moving Mm -hmm. in a different way. And I think oftentimes we have these expectations on our spouses, on our businesses, on our family. And the moment it does not work out the exact way we want it to work out, we we become closed off. Mm -hmm. And then God can't operate in us, through us, around us because we're upset about I mean, think about how many movies you've seen where the, tur- the turkey gets burnt and and the, <laughs> the lady storms out of. I just, just I'm too much. Not at my house, y'all. <laughs> no, my turkey's always on point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all jokes aside, let me tell y'all something. When I met this young lady, she really wasn't no cooker like that. Now, mind you, whatever. Now, look, please. hold on. Look, let's just let's just let's just tell the truth. We started talking at 16. Mm-hmm. Most people can't cook at 16. Hey, I had skills. They, they <laughs> have they have developed over time. I'm just I'm just trying to give you credit. Like okay, I'm I'm, I'm just trying to say that you can cook. You <laughs> not now you can you you really can bake bake, mm-hmm. but you can cook too. Like you know that's I mean, I didn't I didn't marry you for your homemaking skills, but girl, you got them. <laughs> 
but but seriously, just just finishing up my thought. Like, I just want us to not just the listeners, but us too, is in in our own marriage and our own life. Like, be open to whatever God does. Yeah, because if He is who He says He is, and we trust Him to be, you know, the Lord and the Savior and and the head of our life, anything He brings to pass is good for us. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna quote all the scriptures. I'm not gonna preach to everybody, but everybody knows. If God has it going in your life, it is for a reason. And if you just be open to whatever God is doing, you can be blessed and have peace in whatever season you're in. But if you limit yourself to only seeing things a one way or the way you want it to be, you'll always be unhappy. But one of the first things that I would just put out there is that because, you know, we, we've got the same kind of deal going on as far as, you know, you know, how we keep money coming into the business mm-hmm. and you know how do you how do you how you stay stay where you need to be in the black as far as you know getting out of the red is, mm-hmm. and, and making money. I think finances can't come before family. True. I just I just I know it's oh so easy to say it's so easy to say it's like a cliche kind of thing, but I just believe God honors us when we honor our families. Mm-hmm. I believe when we keep our priorities straight. God blesses us. Mm -hmm. And I think whenever we say, you know, I got to do this or this is going to happen or I got to I got to keep the business in in, in ahead of our family. And I got to sacrifice this time with kids or sacrifice this time with my my spouse so I can bring in this money. I feel like we just we we, we, we do a disservice because we're we're saying we got to put it all on our shoulders. Mm -hmm. We got to have some self-sufficiency. And I don't think God honors self-sufficiency. Like not in that context. I feel like, you know, one of the lessons that I learned and I'm still learning is that trust him and allow him to be, you know, the provider. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot easier said than done. Mm -hmm. But I I just think, you know, especially at this time of year, it's important to take take a chance and just allow God to to run our lives, run our businesses and let let him make sure the door stay open. So earlier you mentioned family should come before the business and it's really important to trust God during this time and and trust him to take care of the business and finances because it's really important to put your family first. Um, So tell us, how do you think people should walk that out? Because I think that's easier said than done, especially when, you know, this this is a time where a lot of people may be grinding to try to um, make some extra money during the holidays. How do you walk that out? All right, so I think it's really just crazy that, you know, I know why you're asking me this question, but for you to ask me this question, knowing our history on this is just funny to me because you guys, I was the one who was working like this and Alicia was my spouse coming to me saying like, hey, slow down. And so for me to be the one saying now, hey guys, slow down. Like, I just think that's, I just think that's ironic, just personally, just think that's a little, a little rich, but just from a personal standpoint, the reason why I went so hard is because I saw my value bluntly in the way I provided for my family. So if my wife wanted to buy this or if my kids wanted that for Christmas, whatever it was, if it was a trip during the holidays, didn't matter. If I could provide that, I was a man. And if I couldn't provide those things, I was less than a man. That's that's how I viewed the world. That's how I viewed it. So when we're talking about how you walk that out with Christ, um, how do you live that practically? Like, like knowing you need to hustle. Why do you feel you need to hustle? Are you hustling because if you don't do this, the bills won't be paid? Or are you hustling so you can reach your goal? 
or are you hustling so you can have the next thing? I think I think that's the first thing that we got to determine, because if the person is only doing it um, because they literally are just trying to pay their mortgage and that they don't do that, you know, what I'm saying like they're, they're out on the street. That's totally different than if you're doing it because you want to get another zero in your bank account. Like those are those are totally different conversations. So I was the person who was doing it because I want another zero in my bank account. Mm -hmm. Like I was never in, we never had a holiday to where that was a situation. We had holidays to where, you know, I was trying to run our business, get another business off the ground and, and probably find another C-level executive job. Like, I mean, I was, I was trying to do everything, you know, at, at one time because I just, I, I found value in the, the money that was in our account instead of finding my value in how Christ sees me. And so when you're talking about how you do that, you, for the person who's not trying to pay their rent or pay their mortgage, for the person who's just trying to make more money because they, they find joy in that or they find purpose in that, mm -hmm. I think you have to find purpose and joy in your family. Mm -hmm. um, practically, you know, what's the whole point of having that money? What's the whole point of having that status or achieving those goals? Like, you don't want to get it and be by yourself. And so that when we're talking about how you walk that out, it depends if you're trying to do it to survive or if you're trying to do it to get ahead. Right. If you're trying to do it to survive, you are going to have to find a way to get the work done and do as best you can with the family as you as you can mm -hmm. until God puts you in a different season of life. Mm -hmm. If you're doing it because you're trying to just, you know, be the next whomever you deem that person to be, call it, I don't care if you want to call it JD, Jay-Z or TD Jakes, wherever you are in life, mm -hmm. right? I think you, you got to be honest with yourself about why you're doing it and if you should continue on that path. Yeah. Well, I think you bring up a good point, you know, in terms of what's the motivation behind it. Is it to like literally put food on the table or is it so that we can do some extracurricular activities? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, in terms of surviving, I think something that's really important for entrepreneurs to think about, especially during this time, is you have to have a strategy. You have to be very strategic. In addition to that, um, you have to work smarter and not necessarily harder. You know what I mean? Like there's people, especially in products, you know, they know that the holidays are coming up. A lot of them are preparing for the holiday season during the summer. Yeah. During the spring. Definitely. You know what I mean? So yeah. they're they're planning ahead. It's not like, oh, it's October. What should my holiday sale be? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's essential. You have to plan ahead if you're going to be running some additional sales or doing something, some promotions. Be strategic about it. Be smart about it so that you do have you're building that that stuff in so that you will have more time for your family. I mean, but yeah, this is a perfect time to capitalize on what people like to do during this time, mm -hmm. spend money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm not, I don't want to come off as the person who's trying to sit here and say like, don't work hard. Don't mm -hmm. make money. Don't, don't, don't hustle. We call it the, the episode, the holiday hustle for a reason. Like we're, we're about hustle. I'm really about hustle. I just know that, you know, plug wrote the book, the cost of greatness, because mm -hmm. like, a so-called achieved greatness, but what at what cost? Mm -hmm. And so you can get make all this money this holiday season. You can do a great job, but at what cost? What is it worth to you? Mm -hmm. Do you are you willing to not be there on Christmas Day seeing your kids open up the gifts? 
Are you willing to sacrifice that memory or not? If you are cool, there's nothing with, there's nothing against that, but just know you're doing that. And don't be mad later when the kid is upset. You weren't there. Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be like mean about it, but I just, I think we got to be direct about like the trade-offs in the priorities. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there are years where you're like, hey, they're younger now. I want to be there. So when they're older, this or they're they're older now. Mm -hmm. So I can they don't care as much about this kind of stuff. When we're talking about kids. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously spouses, you know, some people exchange a lot of gifts and other people are like, no, I just want your time. Right. So I think it, it, each marriage, each business is going to be different. Some people aren't in business. Right. They're, they're trying to launch their business or relaunch their business because of their COVID or something. And they're working and they just don't get the time off. Mm -hmm. Some people, they literally get Christmas Day off and that's it. Right. Um, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. The only thing I'm saying is if you have the choice to pick between finances or family when it comes to the holidays, my vote, just Ryan's personal opinion, you should pick family. When I have picked finances in the past, it did not work out. It may have worked out in more money, but it cost me way, way more in family. Store up treasures, you know, in heaven and not just storing up treasures on earth because the money you're getting, in my opinion, goes away so much faster than the, the love, the memories and the time you get with your family. Yeah. So at some point you have to put heart over hustle. Oh, she was waiting on doing that, y'all. <laughs> she was waiting. She's talking about you got to put heart before hustle. You know what? That's I'm going to just listen, y'all. I know. For a fact, my wife is brilliant and she's got a whole bunch of good taglines. But the way y'all view me on these dad jokes, that's the way she does on these taglines. I didn't come up with that one, though. You didn't? No, I've, I've heard that before. Okay. Yeah. Heart over hustle. Heart over hustle. But um, I think the main point that you're getting at is we have to be very intentional. We have to be intentional with our time, with you know how we're investing in our relationships with our families and all of that good stuff. So let's break it up a little bit. Tell me what's your favorite holiday tradition that we do. Really? Yeah. So you know what's funny about this is you got a lot of them. I'm asking about what's your favorite. My favorite one that we do during the holidays? Mm -hmm. Pumpkin patch. So um you know we really don't celebrate Halloween. I mean, you know, it's just our family. We really don't do it. But the only thing we do do is for the last seven years, mm -hmm. we have went to this like pumpkin patch type kind of church carnival deal. It's out in the country. They got like a whole it's bunch a of maze. it's a crop maze. They got a whole bunch of, you know, festivities and, you know, everything from like, you know, the bounce houses to like, you know, I mean, just literally everything is out there. And, um, and we went. The first year when RJ was one years old, and now he's seven. Yeah. And Peyton's five, <laughs> and Brendan's one, about to be two. And we used to go out there, you know, with a stroller, and now we go out there with like a freaking wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> Not a wheelbarrow. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? And it's, it, that's my, I mean, like, because I to see them so happy, and just to see that everybody got a snow cone, somebody got a funnel cake, and it's just for me, it's like, don't get me wrong. I love Thanksgiving and I love Christmas and there's different things. But that one, because I can, I can see the growth in our family. I see the growth in each other. Yeah. And it's just, and then the kids look forward. They they don't might not remember other things, but they're like, okay, so when we go into the pumpkin patch. Right. 
So that's me. What about you? When do we get the kettle corn? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the kettle corn. That's it. They got to have the kettle corn. (laughs) So for you, what's your favorite one? Uh, I have a long list. But my favorite, my favorite, I would say is um, probably Christmas time. Okay, I'm going to give you two. See? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've been telling people that you'll never give me one word for the one word check-in. We asked you a question, and you got to give us two. I will take both, ma'am. I will take both. What do you got? Okay, so I love baking during the holidays. So just, I don't care what it is. You know, I have my list of things I like baking. I love being in the kitchen and having Peyton um, and RJ occasionally. He'll come in and he'll help me bake. I love that, baking with the kids. Um, but then also the matching pajamas for Christmas and making them and, you know, getting my, my heat press out and doing mm-hmm. all of that. Um, I love that. And the kids get excited. Like, what are, what, what are we wearing? What are our pajamas this year? And so being able to give them that Christmas Eve, they have their pajamas on, bake their cookies and. I'm not going to let her just slide past that real quick. I don't know if y'all really heard what she said, but I'm going to repeat it for y'all. This woman literally physically makes the kids pajamas every year. So she'll go out and buy like matching pants or matching tops, and then she will heat press slogans onto them. Literally, like when everybody else is wrapping gifts to put under the tree, she is making pajamas for our kids. (laughs) literally every year and then we we don't just do it for our three kids our our nieces and nephews are normally at our house so she's doing it for all of them mm-hmm. as well so they all are taking these pictures and doing this and i'm like is that not like like stressful for you it is but it's your favorite part of the holidays <laughs> that's not that's 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 well that's why i've learned over the years to order the pajamas early figure out what design I'm going to have and start on them early. Cause when I was a novice, when you was, when you were just learning, when I was, when I was new to this, I would, you know, last minute, you know, be stressing out. But now I'm like, okay, need to get my pajamas in, need to figure out what, what design we're going to have this year. Get so, my, um, my heat transfer vinyl, get that in. So, yeah. So, but let me just ask you this, you know, about to be November. Do you know your design for your pajamas? See, that's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) I told you this year is different. That's the thing. I've been looking and I haven't found anything because we've done so many. Like, I'm like, we've done that already. I need something new. I need something different. But, 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 you know, but that's, that's the cool part about the holidays. Those kind of things are really cool. Now you've been asking me questions throughout this episode. I got some questions for you, ma'am. Go ahead. So like, if you got to pick. If you got to pick between Thanksgiving or Christmas, which one are you picking? Because see, now right now with this pandemic, everybody's saying you can't be doing that much with the family and all of this kind of stuff. If you got to pick between Christmas Day or you got to pick between Thanksgiving Day, as far as having family over and doing the big thing, which one are you picking? Oh, that's tough because, you know, Christmas is Christmas. I mean, it's <laughs> just, you know. I love Christmas, but Thanksgiving is the food. Like, <laughs> we throw down on Thanksgiving, you know. So I've been looking forward to some oxtails and dressing, collard greens. Um, so in terms of I would be okay with 
I would, if I had to choose, I would want to focus on Christmas and have my family cook and me pick up a plate for Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really not giving up either one. I, I don't have to see them for Thanksgiving as long as they cook my food. What? Can we do a drive through Thanksgiving? I just need to pick up a plate and I would be satisfied. I'm done with you. <laughs> hey, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. I don't really, I can do, I'm, I'm okay with Thanksgiving because I don't really eat most of that stuff. Right, yeah. So I'm like, just give me Christmas. Yeah. Give me some pancakes. <laughs> um, But no, hey, so Alicia, I think we covered a lot today. Tell me, so I guess our main things would be prioritize. Yes. You know, if you got to work during the holiday season, um, let's let's have a method to the madness. Right. Let's prioritize throughout the year so our family knows this is our go time, but we're mm-hmm. going to make other time for them in other times of the year. If we don't have to work as hard right now because the bills are paid, mm-hmm. let's 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 come off the gas a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's let's try to establish some traditions that we can look forward to, some memories to build up in the family. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else we got? What else I'm leaving out? And um, setting realistic expectations or remembering the the true reason for the season and the true reason for the holidays and not getting caught up in the aesthetics and yeah. the extra stuff. Yeah. And the last thing is, I think, I just believe this is a time to win our families over. I really do. Because we don't always have their undivided attention like we do during the holiday season. They want to talk to us right now. And, uh, you know, call me a Bible thumper all you want. You're still going to hear about Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I think I think this is the time where we can do it. But we can't win them over if our life, if our life does not bear the fruit it should bear. So, no, I think I think that's good. The holiday hustle is real. And once again, don't I don't knock anybody for going hard. I did it for years. I've slowed down recently because... My wife demanded that of me. Um, my family demanded that of me, but I understand. Well, you know, I um, I was listening to, um, I believe it was Allison Prince. She is an entrepreneur and she is into e-commerce. And her peak season, of course, are the holiday time. And she was saying how she had to establish boundaries within her business and within her family and also within her ministry because she's very involved in her church ministry that, um, hey, I I can be heavily involved in the ministry quarter one, quarter two. But when it comes to quarter three and quarter four, I have to to focus on the business. So mm-hmm. being very open and honest and say, hey, you know, when you have other competing priorities, letting them know when is your peak season, you know, Mm. being able to be available when it's not your peak season, but saying, Hey, I, you know what? I cannot be in charge of the Christmas program. Mm. You know, don't expect that from me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I, I love helping the youth. I love being a part of this ministry, but the Christmas program around that time, that's when I'm heavily involved um, in my business and I, I have to be available for that. But hey, Easter, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that, that's just an example. But I think when we communicate openly about these priorities and um, ensuring that when we do and we, when we are available for some of those other things, we spend our time wisely. So if I know I have, like you say, you have to go hard during a certain season, 
making sure that you do make time other times, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? When it's not um, such a, a high time. So let me put it to you like this. We were talking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. What's more profitable? What's more profitable for Chick-fil-A? To be open on a Sunday or to do what they do and close on Sunday and give a better quality of life for their team members, the center standard for their consumers, and to con- to promote their brand by being closed on Sundays. What's more profitable? And we know the answer. For Chick-fil-A, it is more profitable. It is more profitable to be closed on Sundays. And, and we know this. Also on Christmas and Thanksgiving and the days before and the days after, all that kind of stuff. Because for them, the money we could make doesn't touch what we get done from our brand, for for, for our consumers, and for our quality of life for our staff. Mm -hmm. And so if it worked for Chick-fil-A, why it can't work for us? True. I mean, think, I mean, seriously, just let that resonate for you for a second. We think we have to work or else this is gonna happen. We have to work or else that is going to happen. But if you have a better home life, you can have a better work life. If your your customers and your 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 vendors and the people you work with really know your brand, not just from a Christian standpoint, but the quality you do and that you're focused on your family, I think you'll get more support, not less. Um, People people like good people. I I don't know many people who don't want to be around integrity. I don't know many people who don't be, want to be around good character. I've never, I've never been upset with a client, a customer, or a vendor, or anybody I've worked with because they told me they had to go take care of some family stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So I just believe, not just, not, you know, not just Chick Fil A, but there's so many models out there that show that, you know, turning off the nozzle, turning down the the gas a little bit, focusing more on family than than finances, actually, in some cases, only brings more finances to your business. Well, I mean, I think that definitely helped us. Um, You know, we eventually got to the point in our business where now we did increase services and, you know, we would have um, holiday camps and things like that. We would definitely capitalize on the fact that kids were out of school Mm -hmm. um, during the holidays. But then we also took a good amount of time off. Um, I think we did like a good like week and a half, almost two weeks where we had a holiday break where everybody was off. The staff was off and they look forward to that. You know yeah. what I mean? So they knew, hey, I got we have to do this holiday camp. <laughs> you know, we're we're going to do these um, what we used to call them parents night outs. We, used to, mm. we had all these promotions and different things running. They would work harder during that time because they also knew, hey, you know. I'm going to get a good week and a half off and not have to worry about work. Um, so I think the quality of life for the staff members were um, was better when they had that planned time. They didn't have to worry about, oh, you know, let me put my time in. You know what I mean? They It was it was already set into the schedule. And, and it was paid holidays. Right. So when you're hiring somebody and you're competing against, you know, another employer and you're telling them, hey, we got – we got the regular seven, eight holidays, the national holidays, and then we got another, you know, you know, ten paid holidays because we're closed for two weeks and you still get paid. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Hold up, before my PTO, <laughs> before my sick time, y'all doing it like that?" And I think we learned that because if, like, remember, 
if people are happy and healthy in their life, they only enhance your business. I, I just I just don't understand the thought process to beating people down, working people down, not caring about them individually and thinking they're going to come and be great, great for your mission, great for your vision, great for your your business. And, you know, we learn through trial and error. Right. You, right. You know, you, you definitely learn through trial and error. Mm -hmm. But, you know, hey, the holiday hustle is real. It impacts everybody differently. Everybody's in a different place. Some people for the whole month of December don't get any business done. Right. Because they're, they're in a business to where, you know, they just don't have the opportunities mm -hmm. and they get to focus on the family during that time. And other people are just going, you know. And some people have seasonal businesses where they're only open during the holidays. Like them freaking Halloween stores that pop up everywhere. <laughs> Every time it's them costumes. I'm telling you, like, they don't be nowhere. And then right before September comes, there's like seven of them in every city. I don't understand. Whoever's running that Halloween store, <laughs> let me tell you something. They got a freaking great business plan because they just get in, get out, and they be gone. Yep. Just like the H&R um, block. <laughs> Your taxis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're always open, but you know what I mean? Like. They pop up. <laughs> sure do. They pop out. Take your money and go. Well, family, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for tuning in today. We will see you guys next Tuesday. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you for listening to Partnered in Purpose. Please like, subscribe, and comment. We value your feedback. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Partnered in Purpose.